Hey, homie, what's going on? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of The Victoria Show. Today is episode number two of the podcast, and today I'm going to be sharing with you a Facebook Live that I did a short while ago, just on a day I was very reflective. On a day I just was kind of sitting there doing my makeup, going about all my tasks for the day, and just thinking about the year, and just thinking about how I wouldn't be in the present moment had certain things that year not happened. And those things, those little events, were actually moments that led to critical breakthroughs in my mindset, in my performance, in my perspective on how I deal with challenging emotions and things. And it just got me all up in my zone, all up in my headspace, like sometimes certain topics normally do. So I did like I normally do. And you know, I got live on Facebook and I just talked for 20, 25 minutes to my friends about it. And you know, I, I had a feeling right in the moment, right as I was getting ready to press live, I was like, I'm going to record this. I'm going to make sure I save this audio because there's probably going to be a moment where I'm like, yep, I should upload that as a podcast and sure enough after sitting on it for long enough I'm like you know what let's just do it let's just get it uploaded let's just get it out there you know so in the moment I think I knew and then afterwards I did that thing where I second guess myself because I'm not perfect I still struggle with it too and that's that's like that's that's a future episode already. There it is. Like, I can't even get into that right now with y'all because that would be a whole other 20 minutes. But I got to save you guys' time because I respect your time. So that being said, just a couple of things. A couple of things you can do to help me out with this podcast as it's getting started. I know there's only a few of you listening right now. And so to you few that are listening, I love you and I appreciate you and I see you. Uh, So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. First and foremost, from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your day to come listen to these words from my mouth hole flow into your ear hole (laughs) now if you don't know me and you don't know my sense of humor that probably sounded really weird you're probably like who is this what is she doing like huh what am I how did I get here okay but if you know me then you probably laughed and that's at least that's my intention and if you don't know me and you laughed well then great we're gonna be great friends If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time or in later episodes, because I do plan for this episode to eventually reach, or this episode, this podcast to eventually reach 100, 200, 300, 500. Dude, if I could actually get to a thousand episodes, like, I might literally die. Okay, just kidding. I'm not actually going to die. But I would cry. I'd probably throw a whole freaking party. It'd be amazing. I'd go get those fancy schmancy Instagram photo balloons, the big old numbers and things. You know, I don't even know where people get those. Can I just say a brief, like, little off time as we say in speech and debate world off time roadmap (laughs) i don't even know where people get those things i've never seen those in stores so if you know where you can get one of those like the big super you know number balloons or whatever like let me know because i'd be curious to know (laughs) anywho i'm getting off topic a couple of things that you can do to help me share this podcast and build it you're listening for a reason if that's just because you're my friend and you support me and you're just throwing me that listen because you're like i love her i support her i share her on i listen to it there we go i love you and that is totally like that's all i will ever ever ask for i don't intend to ever have advertisements on this podcast i don't ever intend to anything the only kind of um I don't know. I don't like that word policy. I don't know why the word, why the word policy is coming to mind. But the only kind of like uh, thing that I have about the podcast is that I would like it, though, if you would share it with somebody that you know could get value out of it or somebody else that you know that could just use, I don't know, maybe my positive energy, maybe my sense of humor, maybe my perspective on things. I don't know. But whatever reason that brought you to me, I'm sure there's somebody else that you know that would also enjoy connecting with me for a similar reason. And so if you could just share the podcast, each episode that you listen to, I know you might be 
like, oh, I shared it one time or I did this, that, or the other, whatever. But that's really what helps like any podcast grow in any sort of rankings, in any sort of listenership or, you know, anything. I was going to say viewership, but nobody's really watching me. You're just listening to me. You know, I got to adapt on my language here. Uh, you know, it, that's how it grows is by just people organically sharing the different episodes and things that they find valuable. So if you find this episode valuable, please, please, please share it with a friend. Please tag it in your Instagram story. You can tag me at I'm High Vibe. That's I M H I G H V I B E. So just like it sounds, I'm High Vibe. Tag me in it and tell me your takeaway. Tell me something that you like. Tell me something that made you laugh. And I will repost it. I will reach out to you. You will definitely get a response from me no matter what. And then, last but not least, the third thing that you can do to support this podcast and support me and uh, help me as we're growing and everything is leave a five star review wherever you are listening. Right now, we're not on iTunes, at least yet. If you're listening to this in the future and we're on iTunes and you haven't reviewed the podcast yet on iTunes, please go review it on iTunes. <laughs> Make sure to leave a note, though. I would say leave a love note with any of your reviews, wherever you're leaving it, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever. Leave a love note because I think most places, if you don't leave a love note, it's anonymous. And then I can't, you know, send special prizes and things. Like, I eventually want to do uh, giveaways uh, every week or every episode, but eventually we got to kind of get there. So my first idea of a giveaway is when I reach 55 star reviews, I'm going to do a $50 giveaway. So you can kind of make sense like 55 star reviews, $50 for some, I'll do a random giveaway, but I got to have, you know, names and things to do for the giveaway. So make sure you leave a love note so that your review shows up wherever you leave your review and I can get you entered into the giveaway. You can also, if you leave a review, screenshot the review, tag it, tag it or tag me in your Instagram story. Um, and then I can see that you reviewed it and whatnot, just to make sure I don't miss it and I can get you entered. And I know you did it that way as well. Um, but yep, once we reach 55 star reviews, we'll do a $50 giveaway. Uh, and so yeah, without any further ado, let's just hop on into today's episode. Once again, it's just a little bit of a, you know, reflective conversation about uh, some breakthroughs that I feel like I've had this year that I think also other people in the world in our country, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm from the United States, but I think around the world, other people have had, you know, similar breakthroughs in their perspectives and things like that. So um, once again, I really appreciate you being here. Seriously, episode to like if you're from the future you go way back you go I feel like are you doing research on me like hmm, okay it might freak you out to know I'm pretty much the same person <laughs> if you're just starting out you're catching this live in November when it was recorded I appreciate you more than you will ever know even though like I don't know I don't even know the few people that are listening right now because no one's told me I don't got any reviews yet and they don't tell me names when I got listener numbers so of the four of you that have been listening I appreciate you you mean the world to me please share it with a friend please keep coming back and listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode till next time friends going on how's it going everyone my name is victoria if you don't already know that i mean of course you would know that i mean you're on my page of course so i think you would know that but if you don't know that my name is victoria you can also call me hashtag high vibe wild child and i am coming to you live today from my cozy basement fireplace just kidding it's pretty cozy <laughs> but i just thought this would be a fun little place to do a live video i've only done one video in front of this fireplace before and it was like three years ago so in honor of it being cold and and whatever outside, you know, I just figured, you know, we'll just do tea time from down here. And that's just kind of what I'm going to start calling these is today's episode of the Victoria Show or tea time or whatever. <laughs> 
uh i just thought this would be this would be a good place for it so here's where we are this is what we're doing uh i'm also recording this for a podcast so if you missed the live episode of this if you would like an audio version if the video version on facebook is not your favorite part um of the victoria show well, then you can catch an audio version on anchor or on spotify google podcasts a bunch of different places actually that podcasts are at um and so if you miss this or you can't stay for the whole thing don't you worry because the audio version will be uploaded onto the podcast later today um i'm hoping i think i'm gonna start doing podcast episodes every wednesday i think that will just be a nice little i can do it's this for sure day that i've got off of work that i am home to record content and whatnot so i think wednesdays are going to be the day to do it but if you're catching this live on facebook i would love it if you dropped a one in the chat below and let me know where you're tuning in from let me know how your day is going uh maybe tell me your favorite color today i would love to know my favorite color honestly today lately has been kind of like a lilac color like a light not quite lavender because i feel like lavender is a little bit matte and I've been kind of more of like a glossy kind of light purple, if that makes sense. I'm very particular about my colors, okay? Because like I can like a color, but then specifically I like that color in a matte color versus a shiny, glossy, glittery color. Like, does anybody else relate to me here? Maybe take a screenshot of this, put it in your Instagram story if you're listening to the podcast part. And tell me what your favorite color is or if you understand what I'm talking about when I say matte versus glossy versus shiny versus whatever. Like... There's a difference, okay? I like sky blue, but I like matte sky blue. Royal blue, I like glossy, okay? Pink, I like pretty much everything, all right? But there's a difference. <laughs> Yo, Tiffany. Okay, so Tiffany likes purple. Shelby likes teal. Thank you for the participation. I appreciate it. I know, I love knowing that I'm not crazy or alone <laughs> in my weird little things. But I mentioned it, today is tea time, so don't you worry. I've got my tea. I got my good vibes cup. So let's just go, go, go and hop into uh, today's uh topic and things that we're going to be talking about. So today, you guys, I wanted to talk to you guys about a few things that I've really found that have been like major breakthroughs. I think not just for me, but for the collective like human people out there, whether you're regardless of country or background or job or race or whatever, you know what I mean? I think it's a couple of things that 2020 has just kind of brought to our attention. Um, a few things that for me in particular, that if 2020 did not happen, I don't think I would have learned these lessons as much as I did. One second, I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Mm. I got a honey vanilla chamomile and it's so good. I'm like <gasps> obsessed. All right. But here's the thing. So there's five major things that I think that if, if 2020 had not happened, like we as a collective human race like we would not be taking the time to really appreciate those things okay the first thing for me and i know this is not your first time here if you've been to one of my facebook lives before if you've listened to the podcast before if you have any sort of conversation with me within the last probably two to three years okay it's gratitude all right i know i know i know i talk about gratitude all the time but it's the truth okay if 2020 had not happened I don't think I would be as grateful as I am. And I know you're probably thinking like, Victoria, you preach to us about being grateful. You preach about taking a daily gratitude check, even if it's just for the, st the sun outside or the stars, or if it's just for having a home or whatever, as simple or as big as it may be. All right. You're always telling us to be grateful. And it's true. I am. I am always telling you guys to be grateful. But here's the one thing that I think 2020 did for us in terms of gratitude. I think it made us realize 
how specifically grateful we are for certain things. Because I think we do the generic like gratitude check of like, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my spouse, I'm grateful for my dogs, I'm grateful for my job, I'm grateful for that, blah, 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 blah. But I think a lot of people are starting to really recognize that they're grateful for certain people being elected. Right? If you're somebody from an LGBTQ background right now, there's some stuff going on with our Supreme Court and potentially who is, who is elected as our president at the end of this year or at the end of this year, it's in a few weeks, what am I talking about? Okay, that's a little bit concerning for you. That you might have been grateful certain people were in office years ago because now it's impacting you and maybe it didn't before. All right, there are people that I know are taking um, like active gratitude for certain services that are being provided for them and their families that they would not have had had a pandemic not occurred. There are certain people that are completely rethinking how they run their businesses, how they run their company culture and everything because they've had to completely teleport to where everything, all their employees, entire organizations are online now. Leadership has had to adapt and change. Relationships have had to adapt and change. And I think it's made us become grateful for technology. I think it's made us grateful for leadership. I think it's made us grateful for um, just ultimately like certain little minor things. Like I can't think of them all right now. And some of them are so minor and intricate. And I don't say minor to take away from like the meaning and the significance of them. I just mean that in your world it's major, but to me I might think it's nothing. Right? Because it doesn't impact me. I don't deal with it on a day-to-day basis. So for you it might seem like it's no big deal, but for really it's a big deal. I think we've had more of, a, of an awakening around taking gratitude for those things. I think we are more aware and grateful of our partners and we see them going above and beyond more because we've been quarantined and we've been home with them that we're like, oh dang, you really do do a lot. Oh dang, your job really is stressful. Oh dang, that really is you know mentally, physically, emotionally exhausting. And I think we're more grateful of our partners, of our friends, of our people that check in on us. Because now we're neck deep in all of our own stuff, but we know everyone else is neck deep in all of their own stuff too. And I think it's allowed that gratitude, that little bit, and this leads me to my next thing that I think 2020 has brought us, I think it's more empathy. We have more empathy for the people around us. We have empathy for people that don't understand technology the same way that we do. And so when the Zoom meeting goes, you know, 10 minutes into going in, where it's because we're all still trying to help people learn how to, you know, be on the meeting or how to unmute themselves or mute themselves or whatever. And trust me, I know it's frustrating, okay? I just judged a debate tournament this last weekend where I swear to Jeebus, every 30 seconds, somebody was unmuting themselves and talking and, oh, sorry, my bad. And I'm like, how did you even hit the thing if you weren't even looking at the thing? I don't understand. It's crazy. Trust me. I get it. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But at the same time, I think it's built so much more empathy. And I think that's what the world needs more of. In my honest to God belief, if more people could just take five seconds to get out of their own heads, and I don't mean this from a selfish perspective. I don't mean this from anything other than just acknowledging that another reality besides yours can exist. All right, that maybe something that isn't challenging for you is challenging for somebody else. Maybe something that isn't a big deal for you is a big deal for somebody else. I think there's more of an awakening and awareness around that. If you know what I'm talking about, if you have, if you vibe with what I'm saying, let me know in the chat, screenshot and put this in your Instagram story, your Facebook story, whatever, and let me know that you get what I'm saying. Because I think ultimately the first two things that 2020 has really taught us this year is what to be grateful for on a very minute, very intricate, very personal, very almost mundane kind of level but I think it's also taught us how to be more empathetic 
with the things that maybe we're not so grateful for. You know what I mean? Like the things that we're like, oh, I'm not really glad that happened. Oh, I'm not really grateful. <laughs> but we can have a bit more patience towards it, right? We can have a bit more empathy towards it or that other person or the situation, right? Because we understand that we're all going through chaotic times right now. You know what I mean? So those are the first two things that I think 2020 has really taught us this year. I think the third major, major thing is that nothing is guaranteed. Not your job, not your income, not certain relationships, not certain hobbies, not certain get-togethers, not certain people. You know what I mean? Nothing in life is guaranteed. I think a lot of us have learned in the last 10 months, uh, coming up on 11 months now, that your perspectives in the world as you know it can change overnight. And that honestly, even if you think differently, even if everybody you know thinks differently, and everybody in your personal circle of friends has a certain opinion, that that don't matter. The world's going to keep on turning. It's going to keep on going. It's going to keep on moving the way it's moving. All right? And so I think we've all had to learn what's within our circle of control, what's within our circle of influence, and what's within our circle of even letting it get to us. Because, like, do you guys ever notice, like, how some people just don't seem to be affected by anything, right? Like, you, I know... Somebody listening to this, somebody watching this, live replay list, whatever, okay? I know you know somebody who's having the best year of their life. Everyone else is like, 2020 is ridiculous. 2020 is crazy. 2020 is chaos. It's awful. It's hell in a handbasket. Ah! Ah! The world's on fire. But yeah, you know someone having their best year ever. Best year of their life. 2020 ain't nothing but a, something on TV to them, all right? They don't even know. But I promise you it's because they understand that nothing in life is guaranteed. Positive times, good, like good times, money, success, happy relationships, love, or any of the bad stuff. They understand that this too shall pass. And I bet you the one common characteristic, because I was listening to this on a leadership training the other day with my uh, millionaire mentor, she was talking about how she was talking to this billionaire at this mastermind summit that she was at uh, like two weeks ago. And she was talking about how this billionaire basically brought up this example of how like, there's a reason why successful people, when the water starts to rise, why they don't sink. A lot of ships will start taking on water and things will get crazy. You'll see businesses go under, people will lose money, blah, 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 all kinds of, once chaos starts happening in an economy, in a country, pandemic, okay? There's a lot of people this year that lost their jobs. There's a lot of people this year that lost their businesses. There's a lot of people this year that lost, you know, more things than you could even realize, all right? Because they're just outside of your, your realm of influence and your realm of what you see, okay? And that's okay. That's okay, but you understand that's a real thing that happened this year for a lot of people. And he said, you know, there's a reason why some people are completely unaffected and some people are totally affected. And the difference is this, is if you all think about, if you think about yourself as, as a person, right? If you think about yourself as a boat, all right? How do boats not sink? And it sounds really like a silly question, but how do boats not sink? They don't take on water. They don't get impacted by anything. They don't run into all icebergs or nothing, right? Because ultimately, what causes a boat to sink? It takes on water. Because even if a boat is damaged, right? If you can pot, if you can patch the hole, patch the patch the hole. Gosh, I don't know. Why I was thinking more of the pothole or whatever. Patch the hole. All right. If you can figure out how to, like, I was playing this game, Sea of Thieves. All right. I don't know if anybody plays video games or anything like that. But if your boat gets attacked by another boat in Sea of Thieves, okay, you can send some crewmen down there to go fix that ish so that your boat don't sink. Because that's how boats sink is by taking on water, by taking on that outside environment. All right. And so here's the one thing that I've kind of noticed this year is that. 
when it comes to having more empathy, when it comes to being more grateful for things and you know what's going on around you, it also comes with an awareness of what's going on around you. And that third thing is what's really important is that nothing is guaranteed, which means you've got to keep your inner personal peace, your shit, everything's got to be in line no matter what's going on on the outside. No matter what, no matter it doesn't matter what other ships are taking on water, doesn't matter what's going on everybody else, doesn't matter if that ship over there is on fire or not, is your ship on fire? Great, then don't be running around like it's not like it is all right if it's not be prepared all right like uh i think is it tony robbins or no it's not tony robbins who is it that said like uh no i think it's will smith that said uh if you stay ready you never have to get ready right is your ship prepared is your interpersonal peace aligned do you know what causes you turmoil and chaos and what doesn't and do you sail your boat into environments that cause you chaos or peace because I bet you the people in your life that are out there having the best you know, year of their life and everything is they understand that nothing is guaranteed. They understand that no relationship, no business venture, no nothing, all right, is bound to last forever, all right? Season, reason, lifetime. That's a big major thing, all right? But part of knowing that, okay, part of having an awareness around that is also making sure that your personal ship is aligned. So that when those things come to your ship, you can decide, are you going to let them on board or not? All right. Is it water you're willing to take on or not? Because like I said, you can take on a little bit of water. You can be okay for a minute, but you got to be careful about that outside environment and how much you let that outside environment influence your internal environment. Because what goes on in here reflects out here. If you always let what's out here reflect on and impact what's going on in here, you will always have chaos. You will always have turmoil. You will always be going which way, whatever, this way, that way. You will never get to your destination. You got to make sure you have your coordinates set. You've got your equipment in the right place. You've got your crew members on deck, okay? Who are the people that you can count on in a crisis? Who are the people, why is my hair sticking up like that? Who are the people that you can count on when you need to tap out for a minute and take some self-care? Who can you call on for help? Who can you delegate tasks to in your household so that you can get more stuff done? Because I'm sorry, mama, but you do not need to be super mama. It's not a competition out here, okay? And a lot of people think like, I gotta do everything. I gotta be this, I gotta be all over the place. I have a lot of friends that are moms and y'all are killing yourselves. And for what? Your family loves you anyway. I'm gonna say it again. Your family loves you anyway. You know that, right? Like even if you don't get the laundry done tonight, you're still going to be loved. Those kids are still going to wake up in the morning and come running to you and needing breakfast, right? You know that, right? You know that you have friends that think you're the best, most baddest, most funniest, most best person ever, even though you ain't brushed your hair in three days, right? Because you know those skills ain't got nothing to do, those talents that your worth has nothing to do with what you look like, right? I need you to have some gratitude for yourself for making it through this year. Okay, I know I'm recapping a lot, but I think it's really true. And I think these are just a couple of things that we really need to have beaten into our brains a little bit. I need you to have some empathy for yourself. I need you to know that nothing is guaranteed, even for yourself, unless you make it happen. Every day is a new day. And I know that sucks on the one hand, because it means everything you did yesterday means nothing. Doesn't mean nothing until tomorrow, though. And I don't mean that to take away from what you're doing. I really don't. That came across really aggressive. I just mean that in the sense of, it doesn't matter what you did yesterday because today's today. Like, like, okay, think about it. Since we're on the mom talk, all right, you won't go to your child and be like, what do you mean you need to be fed today? I fed you yesterday. What do you mean you need a diaper change today? I gave you one yesterday. It goes for yourself too, friends. 
all right? What do you mean I need to read a book every day for at least 10 minutes or 10 pages? What do you mean I need to drink a bunch of water every day? What do you mean I need to have a snack? What do you mean I need to, yeah, every day, because you're worth it. And that's one of those things, like I said, nothing's guaranteed on the outside world. So part of keeping that internal peace and keeping your ship aligned and keeping your ship in check, ship, ship, I'm just making sure I'm emphasizing the P in this because I know sometimes I have a little bit of a sailor mouth. <laughs> Man, I'm like really killing it with the, me- with the metaphors today. I'm like keeping all my vocabulary in check and everything. <laughs> all right. But part of keeping your ship in check is making sure those basic things for yourself are taken care of. Making sure that you're showing empathy to your own self. All right. And making sure that you understand that none of that stuff is guaranteed. The only thing you can guarantee is how you show up for you every day, you know? Because if you ain't showing up for yourself, then I'm sorry, but you ain't able to show up for everybody else the way that you need to. If you're, you cannot pour from an empty cup, and I know a lot of people say this all the time, but it is not selfish to have self-care. And self-care is not always bubble baths and wine and having cookie dough and whatever and getting your hair done or getting your nails done or whatever. Like, yes, that is self-care. And yes, that feels good. And yes, it's a way to make yourself feel beautiful or whatever. That doesn't give you more energy to pour in other people, though. If it doesn't make you feel beautiful, if you're just doing it so you can post the Instagram story, then you're not going to feel fulfilled from it. And you're just going to look at your bank account and be like, why did I do that? And then you're going to beat yourself up even more. Don't do that. All right. Protect your inner peace. Do what you need to do to be the best you. And only you know what that is. You know if you need to drink more water. You know if you need to go move your body. You know if you need to go read a book and get someone else talking in your ear instead of that negative self-voice. You know that. I don't know that. You know that, though. All right? So the next thing I need you to do, and the last thing that I think that 2020 has brought for all of us, it just is a collective awareness around, is that we need to slow down to speed up. And what I mean by that is, because you're probably like, What? Victoria, you said the success loves speed. You said if my airplane to wherever I want to go wants to get off the ground, then I need to go fast. You're right. I have said that a lot. I really, really preach on that a lot in different posts, in different videos, in different previous things you might have seen of mine. Okay, and if you're new to the Victoria Show, then yes, I do believe success loves speed. I do believe starting now, ignorance on fire is the way to go 110% of the time. I can tell you I have always learned more when I have been baptized by fire into doing something, whether it's debate, whether it's serving, whether it's dance, whether it's public speaking, whether it's team trainings for my business, whether it's uh, gosh, what else? Uh, producing a live professional wrestling show, whether it's directing a YouTube show, whether it's running a Twitch stream, like those are all things that I have personally done like via baptism by fire. Like I had, <clears throat> excuse me, I had no previous training. I had no previous expertise. I had no mentor. I had no anything showing me what to do. I was just bumbling and figuring my way out through it all. All right. I promise you that has value. But at the same time, I need you to slow down in your relationships. I need you to slow down in expecting so much of yourself, okay? I need you to slow down in expecting things to show up for you right away, all right? And then that I need you to slow down in thinking that because you did the work for one day or one week or one month that you deserve everything. I need you to slow down in thinking that because you started somewhere and you haven't seen the results that you want to see in one day or one week or one month, it's not worth it. I need you to slow down with all of that, all of that talk, all of the thinking, all of that. Because none of it's true. None of it's true. 
all right? The only way that your relationships will get better with the certain people around you is if you take a moment to slow down and meet them where they are. And the hard part about doing this is, is that sometimes you will see that they're not where you want them to be. That it's not in a place for you to do anything right now. And we want to rush and we want to pretend and we want to create and we want to add all this extra stuff to it because we want it to be something that it's not. For example, earlier this year, I went to go visit my mom on Mother's Day. Total example of this. I was like, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to just go spend the day with her and I'm just going to go see where things are at. I haven't seen her in a year. Haven't talked to her in over a year. I'm a bit concerned. I have some things that I'm worried I'm going to see or that I'm going to hear and I don't want to hear them and I don't want to see them and I've been living in denial of them because I don't want to act like it's happening again. But I got to go find out for myself and I can't prejudge. I cannot prejudge. I cannot assume because I make something out of me and her if I do it. So I'm going to just show up and I'm just going to see what happens. I was in and out in 27 minutes. I was bawling in my car. It did not go well. And I don't say that to say that that's going to be what happens to you because I don't know. I say that to say that sometimes when you go to slow down, it's just like what I was saying. It's that you will sometimes find that where you want things to be is not where they are. And sometimes you just need to sit with that. I think that's one of the biggest things, if not like the biggest thing that 2020 has taught us is that you cannot speed past things that you don't like. You cannot scroll past things that you don't want to hear about. And you might be like, hmm, I can do that all day. All right, but let me tell you, how does that impact your relationships when you scroll past those things? When you just bypass those conversations, which is very generic language. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yep, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And you, you just have very top, high-level conversations about things. It's uncomfortable. We need to slow down in our conversations about racial injustice. Yeah, I'm getting all muddle mouth all of a sudden. We need to slow down in our conversations around diversity in media, in, in, in everything, in our influencers that we follow, in the people that we listen to, in our politicians, in a lot of things. There's a lot of conversations that we need to slow down and have with each other that are uncomfortable, are very, uh, they're very yucky feeling for people on both sides. It's not fun, but it's the act of slowing down and taking a pause To be in those uncomfortable environments, I know you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with your mom, Victoria? Because being present in those moments allows you to take an awareness of where things are at. My relationship with my mom was very far off from where I thought it was. This is nowhere close to where I wanted to be. My heart aches over that. It really does. It gets to me some days. Like, y'all, I know, everybody, everybody knows what it's like to have one of those days where you just need your mom. You just want your mom. It's not an option for me right now to just call my mom or be with my mom. I have a lot of like pseudo moms, adoptive moms. You know what I mean? I have friends that are like my mom. You know what I mean? Because you got to figure out what to do in the meantime. So one of the biggest things I think 2020 has taught us is that in order to speed up certain conversations or certain just things in our life, we have to sit with the uncomfortableness. We have to slow down and acknowledge that some things are going to take more tender, loving care, more time, more work than what we've been giving them. More attention, more awareness, you know what I mean? More open-mindedness, more coachability, you know, more understanding, more empathy, like I was saying earlier. 
You know, we really have to slow down and sit in the, ugh, sit in the yuck, sit in the uncomfortableness, sit outside our comfort zones in order to really speed up, in order to really get past things. And I don't know, that might have, I feel like some of you need to hear that. I mean, maybe for some of you, I might have missed the mark, but that for me, I don't know, a little bit of that. I wasn't planning on talking about my mom today, so I don't know where the heck that just came out of. Maybe somebody needed to hear that. I hope if you are the person that needed to hear that, I hope that did what it needed to do for you. Um, you're not alone. I think a lot of people, they, they realize uh, this year that people are not as strong as they seem, which is good. I think the curtain's been pulled back more and more on mental health. I think it's been pulled back more and more on true leadership. You know what I mean? I think it's one of those things that now our entire economy, our, our entire society, I think is moving to more of a community and relationship based economy. We care more about who the people are that are working for us and the people that we're working for. We care about where that money is going. We care about, um, you know, certain initiatives. We care about, you know, less about likes and followers and things like that. We care more about what are you doing with that? I think people are starting to care more about impact and more about legacy. You know, I think people are starting to realize that if we don't stop living in the moment, you know what I mean? Like YOLO has its value, but at the same time, living in the moment steals from your legacy. And I think people are starting to really realize the impact of that. I think people are starting to take recognition and value of, you know, what is really important to them and not what society says should be important to them. Not what their parents say should be important to them. Not what their boss or their coworkers or the kids they went to high school with or whatever say should be important to them. And I think more people are stepping into their power, but I think with that collective awakening, and I know I keep saying collective, but I really mean because I think this is something that transcends states. I think it transcends religion. I think it transcends race. I think it transcends background. I think it transcends sexuality. I think just human beings in general are remembering what it's like to just be creative, free thinking individuals. You know what I mean? And I know sometimes the internet, it makes it look like, you know, uh, worse than it is. But I think ultimately, like TikTok is a really great example of this. We're all just a bunch of kids wanting to still have fun. And we're all very unique individuals. We are not these like carbon copy, stereotypical uh, labels that society has made everyone. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing I love about TikTok. And, you know, is that you have all these different niches where there's like mom TikTok, but then there's like stoner mom TikTok, there's dancing mom TikTok, there's lesbian mom TikTok, there's soccer mom TikTok, there's, you know, like, <laughs> there's single mom TikTok, there's single dad TikTok, there's gay dad TikTok, there's, uh, oh my gosh, there's stripper TikTok, there's, there's literally, there's a TikTok for like everything, every, every kind of background, you know what I mean? There's like state by state TikToks, there's, uh, you know, single girl TikTok, there's like, there's, there's just so many. And the thing, the thing I think, the reason I think it's so popular and the thing about it, I think that has made it such a, a thing for everyone to where everyone's getting a TikTok and everyone's making videos and everyone's doing the thing, you know, is it allows for connection. I think more people are recognizing more than ever that we don't have to agree on the same things. We don't have to have the same perspectives or the same viewpoints for us to connect and be friends. And I think that, again, going back to the empathy thing, is leading to more humanness in the world. You know? I think the biggest thing that 2020 has really taught us is that we're all human. We're all human. Like, people don't want to see the virus get called certain names because of the racial, like, 
tendency, or not tendency, but the racial like subjugation behind them. You know what I mean? regardless of political or personal, you know, viewpoints or wherever, you know what I mean? There are people standing up and being like, no, we need to have a conversation about lives that matter. Not saying that life doesn't matter, but this life matters too. And nobody's talking about it. You know what I mean? We're having more of those conversations. And ultimately I think that comes from the fact that we have been forced to slow down. Quarantine forced us to go home and sit with our own you know what I mean? So if you kind of notice, if you've been paying attention, I kind of said all these steps like, <laughs> and if you listen to it backwards, they all kind of build on each other too. I watch a lot of Star Wars, okay? I like Jedi mind tricks like that. But that's my whole point, guys, is that ultimately I think 2020 has taught us that we need to slow down to speed up. And by doing that, it's taught us that we need to have more empathy for people around us. And by having more empathy, I think our entire culture is shifting to more community and relationship-based ways of doing things. I think we value that stuff more. Because we understand that nothing is guaranteed, that we can't take things for granted. We understand that those outside environments, that outside chaos, it's going to happen. It's going to rage on. But we got to take care of our own selves first to be of service to that community, to be of service and of use in those relationships. And ultimately, I think all of that brings us back to a place of gratitude. Because we would not have that awareness if we weren't being more grateful. If we weren't being more empathetic, if we weren't adapting to what's going on around us, 2020 has forced us all to adapt. And that's the thing is that it's been the biggest blessing of a year. Like we're birthing a new decade. You know what I mean? And I can't wait. Like, I am so excited to see where this decade goes. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for 2030. I'm already thinking about it, you guys. I'm already thinking about it. Like, I'm so excited to be a mom. I'm so excited to be wiped up. I'm so excited to live about a beach. Okay? I'm so excited. I'm so excited for 2030. Our technology is going to be insane. I honestly, like, I don't want to be like, we're going to have real peace. Like, I don't know about that. But I do think that this breakdown seeming of a year is really the biggest breakthrough for an amazing decade. And it's just like, we, it's just going to be so big and so great that we can't even imagine it yet. Like the, we, we really can't even put our grasp on what's going to happen. I know everyone's terrified over the election. I know everyone's terrified over like what's going to happen with the Chinese trade war. I know everyone's like terrified over all these different like political events and, and global events and all these different things. We got global warming. All right. I know there's a lot of things to come in the next 10 years for us to be concerned about. But at the same time, I think that 2020, if I've learned anything from just the last couple of years, is that every setback is usually a setup and that every breakdown can actually be a breakthrough. It just makes me think that this is going to be the, the biggest, like, we are kicking in the door to the 2020s, okay? Like, this decade, like, we talked about, we've been saying, we've been posting that meme for how long about the roaring 20s, all right? We've been posting that, long, that meme about, like, on 2020 for New Year's, I'm going to have a roaring 20s New Year's party, okay? We are roaring in the 2020s. We are bringing them in, okay? And birthing epicness is hard. It's going to be, like, really hard. We're all feeling it, all right? We're all feeling the growing pains. We're all feeling it. And so you can choose to be fearful, or this is like my post yesterday. You can choose to be fearful, or you can choose to be excited for what's to come. You can see everything that's happened to you this year as a setback. You can see everything that's happened to you year, this year as a breakdown. You can see it all as a big old hurdle to hold you down, all right? Or 
You can see it as a clearing. You can see it as a reality check. You can see it as a, whoa, everything is crystal clear now. And I don't know what I was doing before, but now I know what I want. I know who I am, or at the very least, I know who I want to be. And that's where I'm going. And you get on that path because 2020 cleared the way for you to see that like, that's where you really want to go. And so I don't know. I don't know if you got value out of this. I hope you got value out of this. I definitely rambled on a bit longer than I planned to, but I feel like some bombs were dropped. I feel like I brought a little bit of value, at least for my own self. I might go back and listen to this. My own, I feel like I even said some things that I need to take some notes on too. But my whole point is you guys is 2020 can be the best year of your life or the worst year of your life. It just comes down to how you decide. It just comes down to if you see lessons or if you see loss. Nobody's failing, okay? If you think you failed this year in some way, I guarantee you, you learned something that could help somebody else and because of your failure, somebody else could win. That's not a failure then, all right? So with that being said, I hope you guys got some value out of this. I love you, I appreciate you guys, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace out.